Good evening, everyone, and thank you so much for joining us here. We are Verses and Vibes, along with Let's Talk Radio. I am one of your hosts, Miss Drea the Poet, and our other host is Evan Flo. Evan Flo, you can introduce yourself, and then we can start introducing the poets. Hello, hello, everyone. Welcome to the show tonight. We're so happy to have you all here. I am Evan Flo, as Miss Drea previously stated, and I'm so excited to welcome all of you to our show tonight, and we'll get right into it. So thank you, poets, for being here, and Ms. Drea, you can welcome the first poet to the mic, please. I am so excited to have you lovely ladies here with us tonight. We have some wonderful poets here. You guys are in for a treat. We're going to have a dope, dope show. Our first poet up to the mic is Tammy. Tammy, please tell us about yourself what you have going on, any upcoming events, what you do outside of um, poetry. Um, we, myself, Tammy, Jasmine, Alex, and Evan Flo is a part of Community Literature Initiative CLI, which is a great poetry community in school. Alex is a teacher there. I'm a TA there. So it's um, Hiram Sims and Sharice Sims oversees a lot of the programs, and it's just something like really beautiful to be a part of. So we're all family here. Tammy, the mic is on you. Thank you, Andrea. Thank you, uh, Ebb and Flo. And I'm, I feel so humbled to be in such great company tonight. Uh, props to CLI, uh, who gave me a place to get back to myself, get back to my art. Um, I have uh, called myself a poet for the majority of my life since I started uh, writing uh, at 13. And um, and then I lost it. And what I found out through CLI was that my voice was still there and it just needed to come through. And I'm so grateful for that. I have, um, I'm working on my uh, first book of poetry, which I am manifesting to drop a, uh, June 19th, 2023 is called The Winds of Change. And uh, so stand by. So I'm going to read tonight. Um, this first poem is called Between the Lines. When I read between the lines of you and all you never say, I understand completely your unabridged and ample ways. While your words can radiate restraint in a thousand subtle hues, what I read between the lines explains exactly how you do. The dismay your silence can create when you articulate on mute will mess a fearful reader up and they will miss your well-put clues. I find the truth between your lines well-pronounced and easily read I can keep the lights on low and read you while in bed. The secret places and parts of you, the longing that's amiss, what's puzzling and raw in you, the precious heart of you, the others 
often missed. That which dwells between the words you so boldly have displayed will not divert me from the love hidden in the margins of your page. I do not beg a single question, not one or 19 more. I will not need an answer. The ending's not important. I hold the key and this I know, all your, chip, all your chapters I will read. So dearest love, I hope in turn you are reading me. Yes. Woo! Woo! And you that piece. Beautiful. Lovely. Piece. Yes. Right. That was a beautiful poem. Beautiful, beautiful. Yeah. Told you you was going to bring it to me. Mr. A, what were you going to say? Next up to the mic is Lady Moon. Hello. Hello, everyone. So my name is Cheyenne, but I go by Lady Moon Lioness on Instagram. I am an author of two books. The first book is Behind the Facade, which I have right here. And the second book is Monsters Among Us, which came out last year. I'm actually in the process of working on a third book titled Reality's Declaration. And hopefully it will come out, let's just say sometime this year or next year, depending on how it goes. So the poem that I am going to be reading is titled My Demon Half. It's kind of going on a play on of how to battle with your demons. But I kind of put it on a twist of what does it look like interacting with that demon? Sobbing and once again curled up into a little ball. I can be the demons hum to that tune. A tune so familiar, regardless of what state I am in, I am lulled to sleep completely unaware of the damage inflicted, I continue to stay in the midst of the internal turmoil. Like the Titans climbing out of their, out of their prisons to claim Olympus, I climbed with that tenacity. That lovely demon embraced my body and found new ways to make me slip, making me let go, free falling, free falling until my back hits the bottom again. I'm amazed that time and time again, um, the new wound appears. They are there to tend to it. Kissing my old scars and, new, and welcoming new ones. I hate that I need you here beside me. Cuffed together, shackles clanking. But why can't I find the keyhole, although I possess this key? Giggle and jeers finally repeat the game. A push and shove revolves around the idea that misery loves company. Or is it something else? Something deeper than that? Lovely demon, your siren song is the only thing that allows me to forgive you once more. You didn't ask to be conceived through the stripping of my innocence. All you ask is to be remembered, to be loved, to be recognized as a part of me. The cracks that became my facade, the nightmares that are also dreams too, but the ones that are etched into the sort of idea of letting you take over or perhaps allowing you to win for once. Thank you. Great Thank you. Love the title. Yes, and welcome back, Lady Moon. Thank yes. you. You're very welcome. Glad to be back. Thank you for welcoming me back. Yes. Mike's on you, Ebb and Flow. All right. Well, these are some beautiful pieces thus far. And so we're going to bring it to you, Miss Jasmine Banks. Introduce yourself and let us know what you got going on in the poetry world. 
Yeah, thank you, first of all, Evan Flo and Ms. Dre, the poet, for having me today. I love being in such a dynamic space which sets powerful women and poets. Um, I do, I released my book, my poetry book, Attunement, in October of 2022. So it's it's new, it's still a baby, you know, she's growing, she's ready to spread her wings. Um, and so I'm excited to share some pieces with you all today. In my book, Attunement, I really focus on the relationships and experiences that have create the puzzle pieces of who I am today. And so get glimpses of that in the poetry that I share with y'all this evening. Um, so without further ado, I'll share my first piece, which is so I. Sorry, I was a little noisy. <laughs> no, you're good, you're good. So I, I press my 10 toes across the concrete, slabs of gray that echo a man's directorial cues. Smile, beautiful. Two words that crowd me. The nice guy mansplains his way across the asphalt, making an ass of himself while trying to make the queasy feeling my fault. So I smirk, my smirk. My teeth stay hidden, kicking it, hibernating in the dark, storing away my bliss. A pressure mounts for me to smile. A slight smile, not too much, not too little. An imbalance of sorts where the top competes with the floor. Just enough to mass disgust, enough to keep the questions at bay. If it wasn't for the roof, the cards of my house would reveal an angst, bubbling over like the sauces my foremothers boiled to cleanse the acidic wishes of men. So I smirk, my smirk. An uneven yet perfectly placed act of rebellion, a spitting image of my lineage, lined with self-assurance, filled with gloss acting as a mirror of misogyny. Glances shoot from the irises of my harasser. A darkness pools in his pupils. I push my smirk as an act of warfare, disarming the patriarchy, maiming the pimp hand he thinks is strong. His tongue wagging stops, the head nod stiffens up. He waves his white flag with his tail between his legs. So I smirk, my smirk. My mouth folds, cheer is reborn, uptick in the corners, blush pinks creased in relief. The cupid's bow of my lips pucker up for time well lost. My smirk is a novel of some sorts, indents of tissue tell an esoteric story. It knows a secret, I am the daughter reborn. Correcting misdirected karma, challenging fairy tales, pushing against a cage, forcing the men, forcing the perils of men to dry out and chap. So I smirk, my smirk. Yes, yes, Ooh, yes. Love it. Beautiful piece. Powerful. Very powerful. Thank you so much, yeah. Jasmine, for that piece and attunement. I have your book actually. I. Oh, did I freeze? No. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, Evan Flo, I, didn't, I missed the last part. I think I cut out or you cut out. I think the whole thing froze up. Like you guys went into the metaverse and I'm just looking at somebody said no. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> but we're all back, right? I, I guess the energy was so high. This happened to us last week too. So, you know, you, you threw us, you know, for a loop with that beautiful poem, but thank you so, so, so much. So good. All right. So now we'll bring it to you, Miss Alex. Hi, I'm Alex Petunia. I'm author of a poetry collection called Tending My Wild through uh, World Stage Press. Uh, I'm also a teacher with the Community Literature Initiative, an alum of the Community Literature Initiative, and I just have uh, such a great humble opportunity to 
have written with Andrea and Jasmine, and I'm just so honored to be here. So thank you, Andrea and Evan Flo for this invitation. Um, lots of different projects coming up my way. I'm curating a poetry wall and a coffee shop, which is like a really fun opportunity in the east side of LA and um, all kinds of tabling opportunities. I just enjoy uh, embracing poetry experiences. I'm also gonna be the host of the Pages on Stages um, open mic where my class will be featuring at the Sims Library of Poetry on the 21st. It's an open mic, so come on through and share with us. It is a hybrid event as well. So all of you out there who wanna share poetry, come through. Um, I just love being in spaces where different folks can come and, and share their words. So. I like to honor um, my my uh, abuela, who is uh, a really strong and fierce woman in my life, um, who passed a couple years back. But I always like to start uh, off just by honoring her. So this poem is called Abuela. Nails a fresh red, lips a light burgundy, hair a dash of gold pinned with a white flower, skin a gentle amber, though paler now but that anemia didn't steal her glow and that diabetes didn't crack her skin and that stiffness in her lungs never stopped her from laughing and that arthritis didn't stop her from dancing with me next to her hospital bed and that failing heart never stopped her from loving each of us beyond a heart's capacity. I paint my nails a bright blue. I pucker my lips a faint magenta I nestle a freshly fallen petunia in my auburn hair. I proudly smile her smile on these cheeks we share. Together in my memory and in my blood, she's always laughing with me and she's always looking gorgeous. Thank you. Yes. Alex, you always bring peace to poetry. It's yes. so calm and relaxing. My grandma is my ultimate favorite person. Yeah. Yeah. Granny are the best. So I'm like, yeah, I really, really, really love that piece. Thank you so much for that piece. So now we'll swing it back to you, Miss Andrea, the poet. Okay, the mic is back on me. You know who's up next, Miss Tammy. That seemed to go really fast. Oh my goodness, I'm enthralled with all these beautiful pieces going on. So this, this piece is called Pace. I walked the neighborhood this afternoon for the umpteenth time, the count unknowable. Say if 63 years were multiplied by X or Y, the sum might come close. Even so, exacts don't matter. It is my life. Rounding the first corner, the calmness of the pale blue sky deceives the day is stark and full of heat. An arch of bougainvillea spans the sidewalk. Sweltering light illuminates its dark pink flowers that extend a greeting of shade. My every step, a prayer of gratitude for the grace that marks my comings and goings, an ever-fading echo. The sidewalk leads to deeply blushing roses Matrix yellow and blotched purple waved pansies, early or late, really all summer long. Wild Matilda poppies looking otherworldly, us earthbound together, their white petal their white platter petals 
cradled dollops of yellow, freshly churned, ready to spread the bouquet of soft blue hydrangeas that invoke solace alongside crimson, orange, red hibiscus, urging more chances to be taken. Dignified lilies and daisies alfresco line the grassy yards. The younger me would have kicked off my shoes, run barefoot off the summer's hot pavement into the comfort of fresh mown green. Me now, I keep pace, counting steps, not pedals, counting breaths, not hours till dark, designing reasons to keep on. Fire. Yes, poet. Man, real Tammy. Thank you so, so much. It's always a pleasure to hear your beautiful pieces. We just love them, love them, love them. Yes. Right. Thank you. Thank you. Next up to the mic is Lady Moon. Bless her mic again. So the title of this poem is Lust. I had it inspired by the three by the seven deadly sins. It's an interesting prompt to do, so I highly recommend it. So here goes lust. Let me fulfill your fantasy, and in return you hold me. I need warmth, regardless of what is done to me. To be embraced, touched, and caressed is the only temporary sensation which I keep them coming. Stick to my skin as sweat acts like glue the moment um, fails to fulfill a desire that is reinforced when my partners are gone. Why did you have to leave? I want to be loved. Isn't this a way to express exactly that? Yet why is my body warm, but my mind and soul is covered in frost? I'm lonely. Will anyone ever love me regardless of who I am or what I am? What has been missing among the sea of bodies is that true sense of belonging from one or a few. It doesn't matter how many, as long as I can feel me be me, to feel the furnace within me reawaken. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you, Poet. Finding your true self. Beautiful. Beautiful. The mic is back on you, Ebb and Flo. All right. Oh, my God. All these beautiful, beautiful pieces. It's so, such a nice, lovely vibe in here. It's ladies' night, right? <laughs> okay. So I'm going to bring it back to you, Jasmine. I feel the same sentiment. I feel like my heart's all nice and, and warm. My stomach feels full. Um, so I, I'm an educator. That's what the word I do. I'm very passionate in terms of supporting communities. Um, and with that, though, because I am an empath and I care deeply about others, in particular our black and brown communities, it can feel very taxing and overwhelming. And so there's different tools that I need to utilize to keep going. Um, one of those being spending a lot of time in nature, which I know Alex and Ms. Dre are very aware of because we went hiking, you know, last week. Um, but I have a poem that is basically inspired by my love of nature and how it allows me to keep going. <clears throat> Medicine Woman. Mother Nature, thank you for providing for me, for restoring my belief in your charm. The crisp mornings we share are my daily routine for sanity. Your voice on my breeze enchants me. The panoramic view of your bounty captivates me with your offering. I drink from the mouth of your rivers, reveling in the sparkling waters of your mountains. I am fueled by the vast sprouts in your fields. The dew upon your leaves quenches my thirst for change. Your blossoms nourish me from within and heal my ill ways and tortured body. 
Vitamins soak into my midsection, eliminating my need to stomach the pains of society. Your herbs shock the nerves out of my system, pulling me at ease with the confidence of your sturdy branches. Your roots release splashes of the rainbow even after the rain remains. Deep purples and reds spatter across the ground, beating sadness away. Flower buds of emerald skirt across my shins. Canary yellows help me digest the pain humankind enacts. Your kaleidoscope of brilliance peers through my shadows. I am grateful for your generosity. The unconditional love you give unto me. There would be no me without you. Ooh, love Ooh, that Love Mother Nature. Beautiful, beautiful. Yes, I'm imagining you out there writing, you know. <laughs> yeah, you can see everything. You can yes, beautiful, beautiful. Yeah, right. Thank you so much. All right, Miss Alex Petunia, back to you. Thank you. Uh, thank you, poets. This has been a beautiful ride together. This poem is called Abandoned Seeds and I work in healthcare. I'm a nurse care manager, so I help um, patients navigate different resources. And this is just about the experience so far. Abandoned Seeds. We have been nonstop at work, taking late lunches and forgetting to drink water, holding pee to hold space for clients instead spending hours in search of resources just to find, shelters without beds, food banks empty, insurance preventing access, barrier after barrier. This work can be draining, frustrating, defeating, but we show up every day, regardless of a pandemic. We push on together for our clients. Sometimes we are all they have. One day a coworker invited us outside, made us pause and play with dirt and sun. We planted intentions for ourselves, named our seedlings out loud, watered them full and let them sunbathe on the windowsill. At least these wishes for self could get sun for us while we retreated back to our work caves. Then we all forgot to take them home. We reminded each other to tend to the ceilings before the week ended. Five o'clock Friday mind arrived and I forgot to bring my nurslings home. I laughed at how fitting this was. Funny how we neglect our intentions for self, how the hustle and bustle of hard work captures and consumes us whole, how the end of the week leaves us depleting, for, depleted, forgetting the words to our own affirmations and self-care is left out on the windowsill begging for water. Then a memory hums of resiliency hiding in desert soils. The super bloom of Death Valley years ago gave birth to horizons of rainbows from seeds decades old, seeds that waited for the right time to crack through the shell, crawl patiently through darkness and grit, and eventually kiss Sun for the first time. May we hydrate ourselves with compassion, knowing that self-care means better care for our clients. May these humble beginnings sprout with our attention to our own needs. May we each glow in sunbirth as a super blooming bouquet of a body nursed with worthiness, gratitude, and tenderness. And may our seedlings wait patiently for us to honor ourselves. Thank you. Beautiful. Thank you. So beautiful. Such a beautiful piece. 
such a beautiful thing. We do tend to get caught up in the hustle and forget to take time to be present. So I think that was beautiful. Yeah. Especially in the middle of a pandemic, right? So yes. Just the caring for others and making sure that we care for ourselves. That was so beautiful. Just a reminder when um, everyone is um, not reciting their poetry to remember to turn your mics off. Okay. We're coming back to you, Tammy. You got another one for us? Another hot one? I got one more. One more. And I I just got to say, I got to say that, you know, I didn't know what I was going to read. And then the first one came up. And then I've just been being fueled by everybody else. So I was going to read the Hiram's favorite called this morning, but then Alex just blew me away and I've changed my mind. And, um, you know, I, I was thinking about anybody who has loved or worked with people who are in uh, suffering with mental illness and addiction. And uh, it's something very close to me. So I wrote this one. It's called Gratitude in the Silver Lining. I'm grateful that even though sometimes the sleep I get is sketchy, my bed is warm while cool air flows through the slightly open window. I am grateful that even though my phone goes to D&D at 10 p.m., I sometimes have it in my hand and am conditioned to answer unknown numbers. And sometimes it's her. I'm grateful that even though I said I won't come next time, I can change my mind. Grateful that when I arrive where she said she would be, she is. I am grateful that even though she is talking about the voices she hears, She is not worried when I admit I cannot hear them, but knows that she believes she does. I am grateful that even though she is not all here, parts of her remain and knows my number by heart, still trusting she can use it. I am grateful that even though during crisis, I sleep in my clothes with one eye opened, I can vocalize my fear and believe when she says, I'm sorry, mom, I won't hurt you. I am grateful that even though the hurt I feel is immeasurable, I understand the difference between her and this disease, and I do not blame her for how I feel. I am grateful that even though I know not what the outcome will be, I am present for my part through it all and for the illumination of gratitude found in the silver lining. So beautiful. Thank you so much for that piece. Yes. I really appreciate it and heartfelt. Thank you. Such a beautiful piece. Thank you so much. We're very grateful for it. And for you just being there, you know, to um, help along the way. Love that. Thank you so much. Ladies, also tomorrow, I know you guys know the beautiful Brenda Vaca, right? She has invited me to be a feature on her show tomorrow for Friday. And you can go to my Instagram at miss.drea underscore the poet 
to see the details and log on tomorrow. But I also will share it with everybody again. I'm so excited for the poetry community and what we're doing and how we're just building this beautiful, bigger, extended family. And thank you guys so much again for being here. And next up to the mic is Lady Moon. But we're going to come back to you, Tammy, because you got to do that poem for Hiram so he can see it. <laughs> okay. Hold on. So this poem I wrote in Behind the Facade. And I didn't get to say for the last poem I did, Lust actually is a sneak peek from Reality's Declaration. So that's my sneak peek. So this title of the poem is called Reserved Seats. Lounging in an empty space, my mind is buzzing, overwhelmed by sadness. Lying down on my blanket under a tree, why can't I get over this feeling of unease? Drowning in all the voices of my own thoughts and music, why can't this beating heart just slow down and relax? Darkened clouds loiter over my entire being, though there are times I find it so difficult to breathe. Drifting in and out of consciousness, I heave in and out, focused on the plucking of each guitar string being played, inhaling the soothing scent of lavender in hopes that my nerves calm down. Every day is a battle with the words in my head, reserving a seat and waiting to, waiting to run its fingers through my hair. Every tear shed and muffled scream has been from the transparent companion, comforting with solitude. Toxic through isolation, I can't stay away. It's multifaceted, yet no-faced. A manifestation that takes a form of me and sometimes of everyone else. The perfect reminder that my internal battle will go on until my final moments. Consistent question of when that time will come. The more I ask, the less I know. Soaking in frustration, floating in the hopelessness, Gliding with the tension and lingering uncertainty, the crippling anxiety, the immobility that renders me motionless. In the midst of these emotions and knotted contemplations, I have one thing to say. If only the world could see that people like me aren't broken and need to be fixed. Yeah. Thank That's you so hard. much for that piece. Beautiful. Beautiful. Okay. I met this beautiful woman at CLI in poetry class. I was the TA, Ravina was the teacher. And every time she workshopped her poem, or just had a poem, it was so beautiful and it resonated with a lot of me. And I was just like, it's speaking to me. Like, this is so great. So I was like, woo! <laughs> and sometimes you forget your mic is on, you know, or whatever, but I just wanna make sure I give people their flowers and everything while they're still here. Like all of you guys are so beautiful. I'm always rooting for each and every one of you. I love you so much. So ebb and flow, right? I love, I, edification is very important to me, right? Making sure you know who the person is and you know what they do. And creating this, being able to be a part of this platform and creating our verses and vibes and having like a dynamic you know, group of people that all just flow well together. It's just so beautiful. And then making connections outside of that and just building it is something really great. So with that being said, next up on the mic is my girl, Ebb and Flow. 
Let's go. Yes, so, so much for that beautiful, like, dissertation about CLI and poetry and love. Like, you expect me to say a poem after that? Like, I'm going to cry. But I really, really appreciate that. And it's been such a peaceful vibe that I've been looking, trying to find one of my peaceful poems because I want to keep this energy flowing and going, right? It just feels like home in here tonight. So um, just give me a quick second. I've been looking and looking and I'm like, I don't know what to read tonight. Okay, I have more to say, right? Okay, so, so give I me- I was one. telling her how <laughs> she's a great mom and I'm not just saying this because she's my friend and I love her, right? So just the way she she- pours into her children and the word choice she uses and things like that. So I'm like, you should write a parenting book or do some parenting poems because we need that, right? It's a lot of parents out here. We get so frustrated and we just want to yell because I told you so, because I said do this, but we don't be so concerned about our kids feelings. So I, I have four children and I was all like, why do you let them just say how they feel? They're supposed to be quiet. I'm like, they're human beings, like they're people. So we have a great relationship, me and my children. And then I see the same thing, you know, with Ebony. And I just think it's such a beautiful, beautiful thing. And then her son went to college. He's becoming an engineer. And I just said, that's a representation of you, you know, and what you put into it. So I think it's very good to highlight, you know, people and all their accomplishments all the way around, you know. So you ready? Your mic is off. Oh, okay. Can you hear me? I'm ready. And I'm so very grateful. I said I was trying not to cry before. And now I'm like, let me sip a little bit of water because it's just too beautiful. I'm just so very grateful. Um, as a parent, you know, that means a lot. It's, it's not an easy job. There's no book. There's no poetry book we can read on parenting, right? But it's such a beautiful job. And I just I love being a mother. I love it. And so I'm so grateful that you will take the time out um, in front of the entire world and, and in front of all these beautiful ladies tonight to tell me what you tell me in private all the time. But I'm very, very, very grateful. And I'm grateful for poetry being what it is and how it has affected my life. And so I'm going to read this poem called Poetry Girl. It's called My Favorite Girl, actually. Poetry Girl, you saved me. Found me in ghettos that red library and me sitting waiting like I knew you come grace me, but you saved me. You wrapped me up in verses, swaddled me with rhyme, held me up to mic so that I could shine. And when I lost my pen and my way, you jotted me down in clay. When my paper was crumbled on floors that missed the rims of trash cans, you unballed me folded me gently and tucked me into journals that spoke of new journeys awaiting. You gave me grace and something to say. You made a place for run-on sentences and missing periods. You edited me without erasing my authenticity. You truly believed in the real me, the part of me that I did not wish for anyone to see. You ripped me open and peered straight through me, seeing what no one had ever seen. You gathered me while I sat Indian styled on wooden floors that I put, pulled carpet from without my mother's permission in a house where home was left a rolling stone like future fathers of sons unbirthed, 
somehow I came undone and prayed for better days, granted and dreams do come true. Then I met you. You hugged me oh so tight. You were my testify. You grounded me, reminding me that you were my free. Oh, poetry girl, you saved me, rearranged me, gave me grace on Sundays with sun rays to follow. Help me see the second chance in tomorrow. And so I reminisce of you. On hard days, I run to you, arms open and head hung low. And as always, you are my soap. You pull me in way too close and gaze at my soul. It is you that makes me whole. You are my savior. You were my church. Your words led me to the most high one within and when I was fighting to stay alive, you helped me find my way. That time they said I had gone mad, you smiled through clenched teeth and welcomed me home, whispering, everyone here is mad. I wrote about you in my memoir, told the world just how much you meant to me. My dearest poetry, you are a friend indeed. Strength when I am weak, love at its highest peak. You are a creek to my soul that forever flows. You are what whole feels like. You are training wheels off of bikes. You give me balance. You are stars in the black of midnight. You are fights and never surrender. You made me a born winner. When you crept in low and filled me to capacity, gifting me the freedom to speak. Poetry girl, I owe you everything and all of me. You sat quietly in my soul, hidden in a book that read, one more stop till home. And when I arrived, you were the key unlocking me. You gave me a place to heal, a reason to live, and every word that I give is from you. Truth is, you set my soul on fire and extinguished the burn. You stood firm until I found my way. Every single day, I'll write you and recite you like hymns from my soul, stories that won't go untold. Poetry, baby, you make me bold. Thank you for being closer than kin and best friend. Poetry, girl, you rock my world. You know you do. And when I get to heaven, I'm going to tell my Lord all about you. Thank you. Yes. Beautiful. The mic on you, Evan Flo, to all introduce right. the next poet. All right. Well, thank you guys so much for creating a vibe that I could flow to. You know what I mean? It's such an easy feeling here, like easy like Sunday morning, right? So I'll pass the mic to Miss Andrea, the poet, but not without a small a small dissertation because, you know, I'm so emotional. I might get to crying before you do. But I just want to let you know that I love you very much. I'm very grateful for this space and this place and you being who you are, you know, and, you know, you hope to find your people in life, right? You go out on faith and you seek your passions and you find your people because they find you. You end up where you need to be. And that. Your presence by your love and just 
who you are. So continue to show up for yourself like you do for all of us. And you are the definition of community. So we're all very grateful for you, poetry chef. But I don't want no more banana pudding, okay? Because I'm trying to watch my weight and everything. <laughs> now back to the poetry. <laughs> Thank you for your Okay, I was ready this time, right? So my piece is titled Orchid. The purest form of love, we search our whole lives, we dig deep and look to, to others for validation, acceptance, consideration. We search, we hurt, we cry, and sometimes destroy love at its purest form. When we find what we're searching for, it's like something unimaginable, something that's always been there deep down inside of us. Some of us find it early some of us search our entire lives. Love starts with family, a diverse population of people, some whom we never really get close to. We all bloom in many different ways, depending on how we were loved. It starts with watering our spirits, our souls, knowing that just with us, we are whole, complete, with just one heartbeat. Bright light, direct sunlight, environmental conditions impact our vision on love. We have to see past the heartache and pain that we connect to love. Knowing that as humans, we make mistakes, sometimes unintentionally, others by choice. Listen all, we have a voice. Real love is, has always been inside of you. We plant the seed of truth. Our soil needs to be properly nurtured. You have to plant the seed of hope, water the soil of your soul, and root yourself in love. And that's my piece. Yeah. Thank, Thank you. Thank you, Miss Trey. We love that piece. Love it. Thank you, everyone, tonight. And we're going to go with another round of this beautiful, prolific poetry, right? It's just peace walking, you know, under dim porch lights. Look at me being a poet. I was about to spit some freestyle for you ladies tonight. <laughs> But no, it's really such a dope vibe to be here. I'm so happy to be amongst all of you beautiful, brilliant, gifted poets. And um, we're going to pass it to you, Lady Moon. Okay, give me one second. So the poem that I'm going to do is titled Medusa. This is actually from the book Monsters Among Us. And I like to give a little warning because the book itself makes is supposed to make people uncomfortable. So I apologize in advance. Forsaken and abandoned by society, my life has been spent giving reverence to my deity, my family, my country, pure in body and thought. I devoted my all to you. Sadly, I was wrong for hoping you would help me as I helped you used, abused, and defiled by man in my home, a club, a dorm room, a car, didn't matter where. My world is imploding all around me as my cries are left unanswered. Or worse, no recollection of what, what had occurred. The one who I have given my everything to condemn me to purgatory, report to the authorities or refuse to tell a soul I am doomed to relive the night of being violated. A part of me was taken from me, rendering me powerless. Now I'm being told, I wanted it. You tempted them to revoke your consent. 
taken ye by force, I am a victim, a statistic of the abused, enraged by everything that has not protected me but participated in the abuse. If I rise from the ashes, bloodied and angry, ready to take everyone down with me, I am deemed the bad guy. Thank you for that piece. Yes. I really like that piece. Thank you, Lady Moon. When is this book supposed to be coming out? Because I am excited. So that was Monsters Among Us. So this is actually the book that you can find on Amazon. Okay. So it's in that book, Monsters yes. Among Us. Yes. Okay. Love so that. that is actually in the part one of the three-part book. Okay. Beautiful. So you're working on, on the part three or part two? So technically I'm working on part three. Three. Okay. Perfect. Perfect. Well, we can't wait to order those books and to get the new one and everything is just remarkable. So we're very grateful for your work. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. I greatly appreciate it. Most welcome. All right. So we're going to move this right along and we're going to come up to you. Miss Tammy, do you have one more beautiful poem for us, please? Can you do that poem about... Look, okay, go ahead, Ms. Strav. What do you, which, what did you want to say? Jasmine and um, they didn't get their third round. Oh, I'm so apologetic. Please, <laughs> please, please forgive me. I am lost in the tranquility of love and poetry. So we'll take it back to you, Ms. Jasmine. Okay. As long as you promise to bring it back to Tammy, though, because I do want to hear that poem. Okay. Tammy's going to go after Alex. She, we going to hear that poem. She might get okay. away um, So this poem isn't in my book, Attunement. Um, however... You know, I believe in manifesting, right? It's a new year. Um, I don't want to change. I don't want to be a new me. I want to be the same old me, but I want to dig a little bit deeper and revisit the joy and the softness that you experience as a child. As you become an adult, especially a Black woman, life's hard as hell, and we're not allowed to be soft. And so I really am pushing myself to embrace and experience as much joy as I possibly can to, conti to continue to heal and grow. Um so with manifesting, I'm like, if I read this poem over and over and over and over again, maybe it will actually come to life. You know what I mean? So the poem is The Child in Me. In the past year, thoughts consumed me and tucked me in at the base of my headboard. Days kissed me upon my forehead as nights wrinkled my sheets with spiled recollections. I continually came back to the things I thought I understood and saw deeper truths. A fresh take on the past not weighed down by the anchors of my pain. I want to feel alive. To feel a surge of adrenaline like the tire tread pounding the pavement to beat the street lights. I want an electric burst that shocks joy back in me well beyond the seconds the clock strikes 12. At dawn, I'll play Verbarian with my set memories, roll up my sleeves to form as many forms of the version I can be until I land on the woman I deserve to be. I'll work with my past and not against it. My childhood cul-de-sac lined with trees will no longer act as shadows, but leaves of hope nestled atop my roots. The inner, girl will me, the inner girl in me will be seen. I shall clear the cobweb so even in the midst of chaos, we will rediscover the place we called home. Our bare feet will shed hardened skin as we play red light, green light. We'll stop once our boundaries are crossed and sprint at the sight of peaks fielding our dreams. Our enchanted legs will lack strain and be light. We will freely skip to my loo and feel darling as we giggle out of klutzy steps. Our hands will guide our hearts. Fingertips will be cool to the touch as they pirouette with paint and fervously glide beauty across our pages. Our mouths will be wide with confidence. We will chuck ounces of pop rocks and let our tongues fizzle with truths. 
leaving an everlasting taste of freedom. Together we are unstoppable. I promise not to abandon my best friend. For the next 365 days, we are one. She is me and I am her. Beautiful. Hey. I envision a visual of this piece. That would be so beautiful to share with young women. I think yes. that's beautiful. Yes, I was riding on my bike in my cul-de-sac, right, with those pop rocks on my tongue, with my best friend from the, for the summer, right? Like the summer would never end. <laughs> and yes, so that was so nostalgic. And I'm going to go skip when we get off of this. Right, skip to my loo, <laughs> all of those things that we tend to forget. But when we tap back into those things is when we are our truest selves and we are able to live in our femininity and the soft parts of ourselves as Black women, right? So it's important for us to jump in bed sometimes and have pillow fights and ground ourselves and run in the grass with our shoes off. Like, that's really important. I, I use it as, as an excuse because I'm a mother, right? But I do it just because you have to stay alive and present, right? And always tap back into that um, childlike, you know, life, right? Beautiful, beautiful. So thank you so much, Ms. Jasmine. And we're going to take it to you, Ms. Alex yeah. Thank you so much. Um, it's been an honor to be here with you all and share this mic. And I just, it's been hard to decide what to close with. Um, I'll, I'll go with this one. It's been kind of wanting to be read lately. And, and so this poem is called Set the Table. And I will echo too. I love uh, Chef Lee's amazing cooking. Um, thank you for all the ways you love us with poetry and food. Uh, this is called Set the Table. Pick a color. I say rainbow, pick one people, I say earth, pick one tongue and I say poetry, pick one path, I say go off trail to the places of all colors and if you cannot find it, then set a table. Invite all people, offer each a plate of your presence, sweeten hardened hearts with your sincere kindness, Give each space to swallow the warm spice of your truth. Allow them time to digest their distrust and savor your genuine love. For when the world tells you to be just one thing, your courage is the only strength that can bridge hearts to connect. Your wild is the only audacity that can feed honest futures. Your brave generosity is the mystery thought impossible. You know the ferocity of a love force once misunderstood. You know the joy of a belly full of nourishing kinship. Accept them all, including their doubts. Let them see their reflections flickering in each other's eyes, yearning for connection. Let them witness how you are not a love to be feared, but simply an inkling of a spark, igniting a new pathway toward humanity, living fully, loving vibrantly. Welcome them to your table of awakening where thriving is best enjoyed together. Thank you. Great peace. Yes. yes. Thank say you. a little bit about Miss Alex Petunia and Jasmine Banks. So Alex had a pop-up and you write poetry on demand and they wrote me these beautiful pieces. And so they have to come back on this show so they can do them right and alice is going to have another one but i'm just 
I need Jasmine to brag on herself a little. She's accomplishing something so big and great in her life. She just said she was an educator, but she's so much more than that. And I haven't had the opportunity to share my food or cook for Jasmine, but once she finished everything that she's doing, I'm going to make her whatever meal that she wants. We got lobster, we can have shrimp, we can have whatever you want. So right. Can, you know, but Jasmine, before we move on to Tammy, we need you to tell us like what you're doing, what's going on in your educational part of it. Yeah. Well, my mouth's watering now. I'm already picturing and like tasting the lobster and the shrimp. So I'm going to hold you to it because, you know, I love me some seafood. Um, I'm getting my doctorate. So I have a year left in my program. And so I'm starting my dissertation. And what's beautiful is, you know, all of us believe in the power of voice. And so my dissertation is how can secondary schools, in particular middle schools, support adolescents and in tapping into their voice and their activism earlier on. Um, and so that's what I'm pursuing. And so I have one year left um, and then I will be able to be Dr. Banks. <laughs> Thank you for that, Ms. Andrea. You're welcome. Before Ebony ends the show, ladies, just stay on afterwards, and then we're going to have a little quick conversation before we get off, okay? After the credits roll. Ebony is back on you. All right. Well, uh, just be prepared to gain about five five pounds with that food, okay, Ms. Jasmine? Don't do no New Year resolutions or none of that till after you get the degree and you eat, because you yeah. are destined to, to gain at least five to seven pounds with Miss Andrea. I said, please don't bring me no more cheesecake, banana pudding, strawberry. Just, I don't need it. It's so good. I just don't need it. We're going to have a girl's night before she graduates. Okay. okay. I mean, I have drawstring pants too, y'all. So don't no, I was gonna say, <laughs> at all times. Okay. Exactly. There's no need to wait. So it's been such a beautiful night this evening and all of you were just beautiful, beautiful. I, lack of a better word. I just don't know what to say. It's just been such a fulfilling night, peaceful, love, joy, grounding, you know, all of these things we have tapped into tonight. And if it doesn't bother you in any, Miss Tammy, can you end us with that Poem, any poem you would love, like to share is beautiful. We don't mind, but but you know how I'm going to hear that one, and I'm gonna tell yeah. her to watch this just for you. All right. Yes, this is for Mr. CLI. Thank you, everybody. I mean, this was just like uh, the stars aligned tonight. So thank you so much. And I need some banana pudding. I'll take Ebony's portion. I'll take that. So this is for Hiram Sims, Mr. CLI. This is poem is called This Morning. This morning is rain washed, drying in the sun. Snow dusted the foothills just a mile or two away. This morning I am reminded how both grand and small I am. This morning, not yesterday or tomorrow or some morning last year, the clouds are numerous hues of gray underneath fluffy cotton tufts, adrift on a vast sea of sky, imprecise, but deliberately arranged by the breeze. This morning, I was gently awakened from dreams, most likely to be unremembered, until reimagined as deja vu while doing anything else. On this new morning, not promised, yet still gifted as promising and wonder-filled, the grandeur of spirit, of divine love, dawns on me 
the impression, as if I didn't already know how beautiful life is this morning, this morning, this morning. Yeah. Thank you, everybody. Thank you. Beautiful. Beautiful. Well, this night, it was beautiful. And we are so grateful again. Thanks for everyone tuning in in the poetry world. I hope you felt the energy like we felt it. I hope that you felt the love like we felt it. And in the poetry, blessed your night. We hope to see you all soon again here next Thursday at 8 o'clock. And see you soon. Good night, poets. And thank you so Good much. Night. Thank you so much for being here. Stay on, ladies. Don't log off. Thank <laughs> you.